you're hungry because you're listening to 3M6, your podcast guide to all the eats in the 316. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me on another episode of 3M6. We are very excited about today's episode. And you should be excited, too, because guess what? You don't have to hear my voice for the entire episode. That's right. I sent out our good friend, the mama marketer, Olivia, to go out to Rise Farms. Rise Farms. Have you heard of it? It's pretty up high. They've risen. Rise Farms is at 320 South Market Street, downtown Wichita. And Olivia went out and met with the owner of Rise and did a little interview for you guys. Hey, that kind of rhymed. So get excited for that. But before we move to that, I just want to remind you guys a couple things. Central Market Wine and Spirits. Come on. You know about them. You love them. Big open area. It's the only place I go shop. It's the only place Big Olive Dave shops. That's me. Big Olive Dave. They've got the wine and seltzer walk-in cooler. The beer cave type thing. They've got all sorts of great liquors and alcohols and wines. Oh my. They're adding space. They're getting bigger every day. It's a great place with some very affordable prices. Go check out Central Market Wine and Spirits, corner of Central and Oliver. Tell them Wichita Podcast and 3M6 sent you. Also, of course, WichitaRewards.com. Don't forget about and do not sleep on WichitaRewards.com. Guys, things on this website that you can go save. First of all, I know my cousin Mark's going to love when I say Taco Rio is on WichitaRewards.com. If my cousin Mark doesn't go buy a, ta- uh, a Wichita Rewards card tomorrow or seven of them to get his Taco Rio savings, I don't know what he's doing. Other things on here. Uh, there's heating and cooling. Watermark Books Cafe. There's breweries. There's a martial arts. There's restaurants. There's a vacuum center. Guys, there's all sorts of savings being had that you're missing out on. And all it's going to cost you is not $20 because it's $20 if you go without code Wichita Podcast. It's $15 with code Wichita Podcast. You're going to make up that savings so fast. I just, I promise you, I promise you, if you haven't got WichitaRewards.com yet, you're missing out on a lot of savings. So go check them out. But like I said, today, the mama marketer went out. She got it done for us. It was an awesome interview. I've listened to it. You guys are going to love it. They are doing some really cool stuff downtown that you just like wouldn't expect to find in Wichita. It's awesome, and it's, it's, it's a really great interview. So I hope you enjoy, and we'll talk to you after. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 3Yum6. This is a special segment, a special project of the Wichita podcast. And my name is Olivia. You guys probably haven't heard me on the show yet, but you have probably read a couple of my blogs. Um, I focus mostly on local fresh food in the Wichita area. And so I am here today with uh, Leah and we are at Rise Farms, which is a rooftop farm downtown Wichita, and I've never seen anything like it, and it's so cool. Um, so Leah's just gonna tell us a little bit uh, about it, and we're just gonna hopefully have a fun conversation um, about Rise Farms. Um, so first, tell us about yourself. Tell us about um, your ties to Wichita. Did you grow up here, or how did you end up in this area? Hi, Olivia, and hello to your listeners. Thank you very much for coming to talk to us. So, Wichita, I grew up in Wichita. I was born here. Um, uh, I grew up between Wichita and Andover, so I was familiar with local 
farms. And uh, although my family didn't farm, okay. there were farms all around us, both sides. And um, I lived in New York in my 20s. Cool. And then in my 30s, I spent about a decade traveling and working all around the world. Uh, came back and did a master's degree in Vermont, taught at Indiana State University. And then my parents uh, were getting older mm -hmm. and I wanted to be here for that stage of their life. Mm -hmm. So I moved back to help take care of them and ended up getting married to the guy that lived in the house next to us when uh -huh. I grew up, <laughs> where I played as a kid and, and that kind of clipped my wings and kept me here. Very cool. I feel like, um that's, that is the story I think for most people that it's usually family that like brings them back and, and not ties them down in a bad way, in a good way actually. Mm -hmm. Like our roots mm -hmm. really do run deep in Kansas and I think that's unique um, to other states. Um, so tell me about when you, um, when you were working and, and in college, what did you actually like study? What was your career before what you're doing now? So uh, I um <laughs> okay, so here's my story. I'm right out of high school. I went to K-State, uh, pre-vet med. Okay. Bombed out. Uh, tra uh, did some various jobs, lived in New York for four years, and heard about uh, ESL, teaching English as oh, a cool. second language. So. Yeah. I really wanted to uh, travel and see the world and I knew I wasn't going to be a doctor or a lawyer and so I thought uh, with a preference for English in my background that that would be a good fit. So I quit working in New York and I moved back here and I went through school in three years with a triple major. I had creative writing anthro uh, and and literature in the English department. I think it was a, a general English degree and anthrop cultural anthropology and women's studies. Oh my gosh. I would totally <laughs> study that if I could just for fun. That yeah. I would just do all yeah. three of those. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I love hearing about we, we end up doing different things than I think we set out to do. Um, uh -huh. Like when you mentioned New York, like I was totally going to be a dancer and write for a dance magazine in New York, right? Uh -huh. I'm be a rockette. Oh, Turns out wonderful. I'm a, like two feet too short to be a rockette, you know? So I'm doing now, I'm also farming and making content. So, you know, yeah. we just, it's so funny what, um, what we think is yeah. the right match and yeah. then what ends up being what the universe gives us. So yeah. I love hearing about that. So, okay, so tell us in your opinion, obviously this is what's considered a micro farm. It's what's considered an urban farm because it's not out in, in the sticks on the outskirts so like where you and I live. Yeah, it is right downtown, which you guys will see the the pictures that, I, that we'll post and that we'll blog about. You'll see like we are next to the skyscrapers and the parking lots. And so um, what do you think makes Wichita a good fit because I know there's other little urban um, urban farms as well. Mm -hmm. So what do you think makes it such a good fit? Well, really, I think uh, I think that we have to um, move away from the corporate national level food chain system, and I think both for food security for a number of reasons that localizing our food supply chains is a very important step 
why Wichita? Because I think we have uh, people creative enough to, to appreciate that viewpoint and to fund it. And specifically, I'm talking about the Bastions and Fidelity Bank. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Very cool. Okay. That makes total sense. I love, uh, I love the way that you said that because it does take creative business owners to prioritize this and also as consumers too like it takes a consumer i hear the biggest thing i hear from people that want to change the way they eat you know is oh well it's so expensive to buy organic and to grow this and the labor and this and that and it's like it's not about the money there's a different bottom line here and so it takes a certain consumer also to mm -hmm. to value this and mm -hmm. i know i see it i know mm -hmm. i'm one of them and so are mm -hmm. you and so yeah i think we're we're very lucky in Wichita to have that all together. So, okay, tell us, for those of you that haven't heard or maybe you haven't seen anything that we've posted yet, tell us what is Rice Farms and how how did it come to be? How did you and a bank decide to make a farm together? <laughs> so, um, our common connector is Michael Ramsey, who owns, uh, who is a principal in Boca Development. Okay. And in fact, he owns um, the uh, Broadway Auto Park Okay. apartment building which is just to the east of this facility and he knew the bastions and he knew me and uh, so as I understood it when they built this parking garage this was an employee uh, this was for their employees the employees wanted something um, that was locked down and safe that they didn't have to fear you know if they're coming out of the office building after dark at right. nine o'clock at night so it's well lit it's clean it's locked down and safe and so they created this parking structure for their employees and it's a private structure yeah. for them specifically but they didn't have anything to do with the top floor and they theorized it to be three years or so before they had enough employees to to use this floor and they're like as I understand it, they were talking to Mike, uh, Michael Ramsey about what are we going to do with this empty floor? And he said, oh, I know what to do. And he recommended the rooftop farm. And he had been following me for a couple of years. And we were trying to figure out how to get fresh food into downtown Wichita. And we'd looked at a couple of projects. So he, he introduced the bank to me and me to the bank and and we just hit the ground running almost immediately oh that is really cool i i love a couple of things that you said i love that the bank one even wanted to provide a safe place for their employees mm -hmm. i mean um mm -hmm. i when i remember being in the workforce and it was a thing as a woman leaving a shift late at night um having to get back to your car and you're parked at the end of the lot and is it lit and is it safe like i mm -hmm. we, we've all had to have those thoughts and so i love that they honored wanting to have a safe space for them and i love the creativity of being like let's just not have an empty top floor for a few years let's yeah do something with it, and then that you had a connector and all of it too. So, um, okay, so tell me about, um, this is one question that David always asks, and I think it's a really good question. How did you come up with the name for the farm? Rise Farms. Well, yeah. actually I didn't. It is okay. Rise Car Park. Okay. And so I followed along the theme, but of course I can think of a million ways that that works. Yeah, yeah. Rise because we're five floors up and we're yeah. a rooftop farm. Rise because crops arise. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, create your own meaning there. Rise because yeah. uh, 
you knew this was a post-COVID launch, so right. it, and everybody, I think, felt a little beaten down yeah. after COVID, so it yes. was kind of like a rise up, you yes. know? Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, I love that it naturally was the name of the structure and that it makes total sense here too. So it's just, mm -hmm. it's meant to be, obviously. Um, that's another question that David is really good about always asking is about how COVID affected businesses. But this is unique because you guys, like you said, did open post COVID. So I'm just wondering, what it was there aftermath from COVID that you still faced in this business or are you far enough removed from the consumer that maybe it isn't but so how did you know opening when you opened post-covid yeah. world how did yeah. that affect you well I, i'm gonna go back and tell you a little yeah. more history about myself so my first farm is a ground level farm out of my house and we are in our eighth year wow. so in 2020 when covid hit i started out uh, specifically as a restaurant wholesaler mm. so um, what happened is all the restaurants closed yes. down or not all of them but the majority right. of them so I immediately decided to scrub 2020 and take a down year yeah. which worked out so well for me because that's when they came and asked me and I oh, did wow probably about nine years uh, or nine months of yeah. research mm. and on the program. Then I did about nine months of working with the uh, engineers, Sheldon Architecture uh, and their engineers. And we went through the design stage and now we're just shy of a year next month. It'll be a year since we opened. Yeah. So, so what happened was that I shut my farm down and I, I, it was such a hard call, but there was no one out there to buy my produce. And yeah. I had been working for six years and I was pretty tired. So I thought, okay, I'm taking the year yeah. off. And then this project came up. So the result of all of that is that the restaurants are still not all the way back. I would guess that I'm selling somewhere between 50% and 70% of what I sold before. And do you think that's because the traffic is not there or do you think it's literally the economic recovery is not there for where even if those restaurants wanted to be back to the same right. size, they right. feasibly couldn't? So I think it's probably both okay. in my personal opinion. A lot of the restaurants that I deal with here locally uh, are not uh, back to serving lunch. Mm. That, so yes, so yeah. that cuts their business in half essentially yeah. yeah and uh and then the the price you know everybody's talked about inflation this year i think food is at somewhere around 13 to 15 percent mm. inflation i will say that we have not raised our prices yeah. this year it's it's i was just thinking we um, are a good buy this yes, year yeah I, well i was just thinking inflation and all of these things that you're talking about are a reason why local food is so important because yeah, I mean right. not that we don't have costs that have also mm -hmm. gone up but for instance we sell eggs from our mm -hmm. farm mm -hmm. um, and I sell them for like 
three to five dozen. Um, I do right now. I'm doing 18 packs for five because that's what I have. I have 18 mm -hmm. packs. Um, and there was a time where people would scoff and be like, "I can get farm fresh yeah. eggs for cheaper than that in the grocery store." But guess what? They can't anymore. They yeah. cannot, especially my duck eggs that sell yeah. for five dollars a dozen yeah. at the stores. Duck yeah. eggs are pushing five, six, seven dollars a dozen. And so I have a lot of customers that are now making the extra effort to buy from me yeah. because they're seeing like inflation almost like caught up to. You know, I priced it where we believe our products need to be yeah. as local producers yeah. and inflation's caught up. So, I mean, it's still, I'm, listen, I'm not saying I'm pro-inflation. I'm just saying that um, if you want to not be a part of that, a yeah. small way that you can opt out of that is to is to go to your local your local producer. So, Absolutely. Um, very cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. So tell me a little bit. Um, so I think you kind of already answered this question. Um, I had a question in here that was, was like, what can people expect when they come visit? But I think what I've learned today, this is not like an open to the public situation, right? Correct. Like this is, you can't just, you obviously we can Google where's the rise building, but you can't actually get up here. So it is a private mm -hmm. facility. So how would someone like me or someone that's interested, like what would be the best way if someone either wants products? Cause I mean, mm -hmm. they not only do they have food up here, but they have fresh cut flowers up here. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. so what's the best way if someone's like, okay, I'm in, I specifically, I, I want to eat better. I want to buy from you. What is the best way for them to buy your products? Is it to go to the other location mm -hmm. or how does that work? So, Okay, so we started out wholesale, and in 2021, when we came back after our hiatus year, we decided to move into retail. Okay. So we have a food hub. It's a, my third business. is It's called Firefly Food Hub. Mm. And to access it, you go to fireflyfarmwichita.com. Okay. And the second tab says Shop Local. And mm. so you click on that tab, and the way it works right now is uh, the Fidelity employees, uh, they can order and we deliver to, uh, to the bank, to a specific area in the bank, and then they can pick their orders up as they leave at the oh, end of the so day. that is so cool. So that's available. And then for all other retail right now, the only location is our farm out in Andover for Very retail. Cool. But if you will, if your listeners are interested in buying from us, we hope within the next couple of months to have a Wichita pickup for the public. Very cool. Because we get a lot of people from Riverside and College yes. Hill yeah. that are driving all the way to Andover. Yeah. And we want to make it easier for them to get our product. So it's going to be, we're hoping to find a downtown location. Right. And so uh, retail will be able to pick up uh, if you live out east and many people do you can come by the farm or you can come down to this new downtown location that will be Very opening cool. okay and we will definitely have you plug all of your social and we'll link them okay. and stuff so that people can kind of follow along okay. Um, okay so going back to just focusing on the rooftop here what all um and i know you can't really list everything but what <laughs> primarily do you grow and then i'm told that um in addition to the employees which is really cool as a bank mm. employee i'm like i have a sister who's a bank teller and i'm like you need to work at this bank <laughs> these <laughs> benefits sound awesome um but and it, i'm also told that you um, work with several restaurants so if you're allowed yeah. to i would love to know what like what's your main products that you're growing and what restaurants are you mainly supplying okay so a uh, main products boy that is really tough because <laughs> we are trying to grow two crops in the spring and two crops in the fall 
and one in the summer and one in the winter. Wow. So that's six crops a year. We may only be able to make five this year. I'm not sure. I call this the beta year yes. because we're doing a lot of uh, exploration yeah. into what we can and can't grow. For example, this summer we field tested 10 varieties of lettuce. Wow. Because we're trying to find, you know, lettuces are easy in the winter. That's its preference, uh, is to grow in the cooler weather. But we want to be able to, we are trying to offer as many crops weekly as we can. So Very we cool. hope to always be able to have some form of green mm -hmm. in our store. So if you're a salad eater, yeah. a, a vegetarian, a vegan, you can always get some kind of salad green. Mm -hmm. And really, uh, that's a pretty wide, that's not just lettuce, right. that's arugula, yeah. that's curly kale, that's lacinato kale, that's, um, uh, there's 10 different uh, greens we grow in the winter. Wow. Uh, and most of those are not lettuces. So, yeah. uh, um, so uh, then we have um, white and red scallions. Mm. And then beets, we hope to offer beets every week, a yellow or a red. Mm. And uh, carrots every week. And um, seems to me there's one more I'm not thinking of. But yeah. we're really trying cool. to get crops every week so we're finding which varieties do better in the summer which do better in the winter and can we yeah. keep those in constantly yeah so i think i meandered a little bit off topic no, yeah, i'll no, try to bring us back the top ones. Yeah. what um what, what restaurants crops? do you primarily uh work with so uh you know what i've noticed about our restaurants right now we're selling to a few over 30 uh, different in the first year wow. it was three and every year we just add a couple some wow. might have gone out of business mm -hmm. some have transitioned it's very interesting uh, if uh, your readers will go to our website oh, okay. <clears throat> the front page of our website directs you to all oh of gosh. those restaurants because yeah. and we want to we really want to build those restaurants because yeah. I say you know, buy your produce from us if you want to cook at home, but if you're tired of cooking at yeah. home, go visit a restaurant that buys from us yes. because then you're eating two levels right. local. You're buying local two levels. Yeah. The restaurant and then then from us because they buy our product from yeah. us. Yeah. So a few years ago, so I, I really do encourage people to take a look. You're tired of cooking for yourself. Well, go yeah. let a professional do it for you and you're still eating local, yes. right? Yeah. Really great thing. Public's been with us almost mm, since yes. year one. Yeah. I'm very proud of that relationship. We uh, really like and care about them. First Mile Canteen that's yes. on the first floor yeah. of our car park. Uh, we grow on the top floor and then we just oh take gosh. it five floor yeah. down. You can't get any no, yeah. any closer to your food yeah. than we that. Joke, we joke on our farm. Most people talk about food miles. On our farm with our kids, we talk about food feet. Yeah. Like how many feet from the door yeah. did that you know carrot grow or that yeah. chicken grow? And this is literally if you eat, which I think we did. Uh, I think that we did do a blog and a podcast on the canteen. Oh, good. So it's literally that's again that we're not even talking food miles at that point. We're mm -hmm. talking five stories. Yes, yeah, right. It's grown up here and it's. Yeah, all down on there. the same so, building. I mean, that's that's just amazing. 
and spoiler alert, we all get tired of cooking at home. Yeah. We all do. You right. always have one one night when, yeah. you know, we probably have at least one night a week where we just need to eat on the go <laughs> or whatever. And how amazing would it be to, like you said, to serve a, a local business and local food. And it's also just better for your body to eat yeah. something like that. Yeah. So I just, oh my gosh, I love that. So I have, before we kind of get into like what's next and where can we find you, um, I'm curious, this is a question I like to ask people, um, what is one thing that you wish just the general public knew about being a local food produ producer? Mm. Like the thing you think all the time, but you've never told anyone, but it's like, ugh, like just the one thing. Well, just how hard, how very hard it is. I, <clears throat> I think I'm in this career at this point because as a retired teacher, I like to learn. Mm. And I'll tell you what, you have to like to learn yeah. because you're constantly learning. Yeah. And when I talk to young farmers and they ask me, what have you learned? I've only, I have two rules that yeah. I've created. One is a three-point rule and, <clears throat> and one is a 12-point rule. And the, fir <laughs> the first rule in the, the three- The 15 steps. <laughs> yeah, right? So the first rule in the three is you have to be able to grow it. And that leads to the 12-point rule because a 12-point rule is if you're going to learn how to grow it, you need to know which varieties. For example, in spinach, there are some spinach varieties that you need to grow during the cool season and a very different variety for the hot season. So you have to know which variety of seed to buy. Then you have to know when you're going to plant it and how you're going to plant it. So how you're going to plant it, are you gonna start it in a seed tray and up pot it to a four by four pot and then transplant it? Or are you going to uh, a direct seed it into the ground? And if you're gonna direct seed it into the ground, are you gonna use a six point seeder or a jang seeder? Which seed plate are you gonna put in that jang seeder? So you have to know all of that. Then you, once it's in the ground, you have to know how to water it, how to fertilize it, how to uh, treat its, identify and treat its diseases and pest insects, when and how to harvest it, how to wash and store, how to market, and there, I think that yeah. was 13 yeah. this time. Yeah. I always add a couple extras. <laughs> but yeah. it's it's a lot of work. Yeah. It really is. And and it's, it's totally different than, um, to me, I think it's different than a lot of other industries because like you just said, like we're, we're going from seed all the way to like product. Like, mm -hmm. you know, my, my husband and I are lucky because I work in marketing, he works in IT. And so like we kind of have a pretty good balance on like one of us is focused on like the detail of the thing mm -hmm. and I'm focused on making sure people know what we're doing. But not all, not all farmers can do that. Not mm -hmm. all people, you know, can do that. And I mean, one thing I learned, and I'm not doing anything on the retail schedule like you are, just like myself and friends and family and a few neighbors that drive by, but it's just like you're, you are, you're in control, but you're not. Like you kind of are at the mercy of a bigger design and how is, the, how is the best way to lean into that design in a way that Absolutely. works for everybody. And sometimes that design is that you lose all your potatoes in one year. Yeah. You know, like sometimes that's just part of it. Um, but it makes the successes so much sweeter, just like your tomatoes that I tried. It makes them so much sweeter um, when you can go through that. So, so yeah, it really does mean a lot when someone, my advice that I always give, I have people that want like, 
advice on how to just start eating healthier, eating cleaner, mm -hmm. eating greener, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I always tell them like, okay, when you go to the farmer's market or when you go to Firefly Farms, Wichita.com and you're gonna build your order, don't go into it with your weekly menu set. Let right. your farmer tell that's you what's great... in season. Yeah. Because, and that's what your menu should come off of. We yeah. have been so spoiled that we can get certain things all year round and the yes. things that they have to do to that plant. Thank you so much. Yes. I, I mean. <laughs> really, so my first tagline was something like local, seasonal, organic, right. uh, or something like that. Yeah. And uh, so I really relate to that. Uh, it's whether you're top down or bottom up. Right. So if you come to, and we've, we've really went through a learning curve with restaurants mm. because they can dream up anything they want and then they can go to the corporate food supply chain right. and source almost anything they want at any time. Yeah. But if you're gonna focus on local food, yeah. you're not gonna get a tomato in February. Right. So you have to, so I, I think of that as top down. Right. And if you're gonna eat local, you're gonna learn how to eat yep. bottom up. Yes, Which exactly. is see what's available yep. and then figure out what you can do with those ingredients. Yep. And you know, I think that makes a person more creative. Right. It gives you a structure for your creativity. It's like, do you want to build a house from scratch brand new? Right. Or do you want to renovate a, you know, a College Hill right. masterpiece? Yes. And so to me, you know, a brand new house is top down. Right. You can imagine anything you want and yep. do it. But with an old masterpiece like the houses in College Hill or, yes. or Riverside, you have certain constraints and then yeah. you learn how to turn those into your charm. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same really, I, that's, yes. that's yeah. my yeah. equivalency. Yeah, here. I always challenge, I did a challenge one time where uh, I challenged some friends from my church to do an entire meal from the farmer's market, to not have a plan, not know what they wanted, mm -hmm. go to the farmer's market, mm -hmm. let the market tell you what you were gonna have, and then we all came together and had this awesome oh, meal. Um, wonderful. And we did have to kind of get, I mean, I think the main dish was like, maybe pork sausage and like some squash and some other thing. It was not a normal mm. meal that I yeah. would think to throw together, but it was delicious. It yeah. was one of our go-to. And then we had like um, apple pie or something from dessert for dessert from, cause that's what was there, yeah, you know? So, so yeah. yeah, I think, I think that is definitely the challenge. Um, but just listen to your, listen to your farmers, listen to your growers mm -hmm. and um, yeah, let, let the market tell you what's in season and you're going to have a, a better time and you're going to eat way better yeah, that's <laughs> than true. you typically would. So, okay. So you kind of told us a little bit about what's coming next and to kind of, you know, keep an eye out for that like local uh, downtown pickup, which is amazing. Um, other than that, is there anything else coming up for either Rise or Firefly that you want to share with us or tease with us? Uh, let's see. We are overhauling our uh, webpage. Okay. At the current time, uh, public tours will open about mid-October when cool. we launch our new uh, web pages. All of our farms and our hub, everything will be together. Cool. So each one will have its own page. Very and cool. you can hit a button on Rice Farms and sign up for a tour of Rice Farms. Oh, cool. Um, and I do want to give a, a shout out to this 
farm it resides program resides at fidelity under the um office of culture and talent very cool okay. and so um they want their employees to be able to engage with us mm. so this year what happened is our request for tours just exploded wow. and in fact i'm giving three tours today oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so um what we ended up doing uh was uh we decided to uh, we had we asked for volunteers to sign up to become I called them docents tour guides, tour cool. guides yes. right yeah. so this is kind of a like a living museum yeah. so <laughs> so we had they have 300 employees in Wichita and about a hundred of their employees signed up to oh become tour guides that's so cool so in August we held trainings and then in September they practiced being tour guides by giving the other employees cool. tours. And now when we start opening to the public, you can get on my website and sign up, and then their employees will give tours. Oh my gosh. Next year, we hope to get their hands in the ground. Yes. So uh, I have found their employees to be so excited and friendly and happy and open-minded, and it's just been a joy to work with yes. them. Oh so. my gosh, that, that is so cool. And I love it too because I mean, the studies are out there that like kids in schools are not learning really where your food comes from. Mm -hmm. So this is just for these employees. It's just a cool opportunity because if by chance they didn't know or didn't, you know, they're get they're they have an opportunity to yeah. learn now as adults, and they're yeah. gonna take that home. Yeah. And I mean, I know for me, when I started kind of peeling back the onion and seeing what was in my food at the grocery store. I mean, you kind of can't unsee what you see. That's and right. And so this is just such a cool way for people to be um, open to that and be a part right. of the process. And right. so I just, I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, um, unless you have any kind of last minute closing things, um, you're on social media. I think you said Firefly Wichita. Yes. The Firefly Farm Wichita. Okay. Firefly Farm Wichita. And Rise and Firefly are both on there. Those okay. names are going to change a little bit, but okay. I think they'll redirect people to yeah. the current Yeah. Names. And I know like when I searched you on Google and Facebook and everything, it all came right up. Right. So, and we'll, we'll put right. the current links to all of that yep. out there. Um, um, but do you have any last minute um, um, I do. Okay. So I just real quickly want to tell people that we have retail mm -hmm. through our store. Okay. And we have wholesale to the restaurants through our online platform, both mm -hmm. on our online platform. We've started working with two different grocery stores cool. this year, and I'm very excited. So one of them is the seafood shop. Okay. Uh, they're under new ownership, and this guy is uh, very quickly turning it into kind of a specialty cool. grocery. So there's not just fish yeah. at the seafood shop anymore. Oh my gosh. Good to know. So you ought to go <laughs> in and look. Uh, they're carrying our products, and then. This is week one of the beginning of our new partnership with Green Acres Very cool. Grocery Store. Yes. So we're now in local grocery stores. And um, it's our third week with May School System. Oh, very cool. So if your kids, they are trying to educate their yes. kids about eating healthfully. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really a cool program. I'm yes. really excited. And they... And one more thing, yeah. I know I'm probably running long, no, but I want to call out my employees mm -hmm. who are just tremendous and who, without whom I could not do this. Yeah. 
they do a lot of the heavy lifting and uh, so I want to say thank you to Carrie, Trish, Cal, Lexi, Matt, Audra, Tori, uh, <laughs> who else? Uh, Sarah, um, Kyle, Stephanie, and Liz. Oh my gosh, top-notch team. And if they're, I mean, I got to meet a couple of, of them here and um, everybody's just so nice. And they like, you can just tell they they enjoy what they're doing and they are so knowledgeable about what they're doing. So it's like, it's just, that's amazing. Um, yes, oh my gosh. Well, we are so excited to be able to introduce you to folks and oh, to be able to, so um, as much as we like to highlight restaurants, you know, I'm a big proponent of, of, of sometimes, most families just cook at home. Right? right and so um this is a really good option for them and i'm so excited for public tours definitely you're i mean you're not you're just not you're not gonna believe your eyes when you're up here i mean um i keep bees on my property and i was just tickled seeing like bees and like caterpillars and just like the wildlife that mm -hmm. is already attracted to your farm like you're mm -hmm. not just creating a good space for the employees for Right. Our bellies you're actually creating a safe space for like all of nature and so um, ecosystems yes, right it's, and it's exactly how it was designed to be so um this was really cool so <laughs> all right guys we are gonna wrap it up and um we will see you next time all right bye thank you olivia <laughs> well there you have it what a fantastic interview thank you so much to the mama marketer go check her out find her on all the socials themamamarketer.com. You can find her on our website, 3M6, and that'll get you to all the great stuff. She's got some great blogs already out there. We're really hoping she's going to do some more podcasts because, hey, it was fantastic, and your boy Big Olive Dave didn't have to do as much. Love that. Love getting the content out for you guys. Just want to remind you of a couple things. You can find us, 3M6.com. Spell it out. Do it however you want, but you'll find us, 3M6.com. We do our thing. We have a good time. Go check us out. There's blogs. There are podcasts. There's videos. Shout out Pig Out Bros. Getting it done. We got some more videos coming there soon. But go check out 3m6.com. And while you're at it, check out wichitapodcast.com. If you like this, you might like other Wichita history. We've got 50 episodes out right now. 50 episodes. 50 episodes on the Wichita podcast. Go check that out, wichitapodcast.com, 3m6.com, follow us on all the socials, subscribe, like, do all the things that you're supposed to do. Shout out to my cousin-in-law, Steven, for putting together the logo and design for 3m6. Fantastic. Pops. People love it. We got shirts. Holler at me if you want a shirt. I got shirts. I'll sell you a shirt. Also, shout out to Anna Sophia Music. You probably are going to hear the music playing right now, or if it hasn't played, it's about to play. She did our theme song. Um, she's awesome. I, I happen to know her personally. She didn't, you know, she, she did me a favor, but I happen to know her personally. Uh, she's Anna Sophia music on Instagram. You can check her out on Spotify. Anna Sophia Henry, great talent, doing great things. Um, according to this backwards out now. So go check that out. So thank you guys as always for listening to three M six, check out all of our other content. Enjoy get out to rise farms once they start doing the tours it's gonna to be awesome thank you guys so much and bon appetit wichita